podcast but actually gonna be mostly clean mostly clean yeah welcome everybody no worries if not my name is aaron i don't want us to keep saying our names why i'm andrew but they already you're know. ashamed of your name i mean it's i guess it helps them to know which of our voices is coming from which of us yep which people say sometimes it's a little hard yeah i i got it when you and tr did a podcast together but I don't. I think our voices are pretty distinct. Yeah, I'm more dynamic and fun. You're boring and monotone. Yeah, I don't change my inflection much at all. No, you're animated. I'm so animated. I'm dead inside. I'm animated, but I'm also bald. Yeah, Aaron's bald now. A uh, big decision he made without really asking me about it. Uh, <laughs> he just sent me a picture last night and was like, "I'm a bald boy now." Yep. Here's, here's this egg. Shaved my head. Just full worm vibes over here. I I. Look like a Make-A-Wish kid wanted to try a podcast. <laughs> a little bit. It looks good. It honestly is not a, is not bad. I think you we're getting ahead of the situation. No, no pun intended. <laughs> um, because you're saying you don't want to wait until it's to the point where everybody's like, when is Aaron going to finally shave his head? But I'm worried that you might have done it too soon because I don't think any of us were thinking about it at all. But and, I was thinking about it a lot. And you had some TikTok comments about I it. I did. I got... <laughs> I mean, I, I knew... It's inevitable. It's coming, right? And I never, if someone has a shaved head, I never think about it. But if someone's hanging on too long, that's all you think about. That's you know? the person you don't want to be. Exactly. So I knew I wanted to do it before I needed to. Um, but I was sitting there and two back-to-back TikTok comments were like, geez, <laughs> look at like the, the yarmulke stain on this guy's head, like cut <laughs> oh out. I was like, oh okay. God. I went straight that to was, CVS. That was mean and anti-Semitic. It was. I went to CVS and got clippers, and uh, yeah, just went for it. Then I FaceTimed the five bald guys I know. For tips? Paul Ollinger was one. He didn't answer. He probably thought it was an accident, because I've never FaceTimed him before. You were just FaceTime videoing him, like, hey, does this look, did I do a good job? Yeah, well, just out of solidarity, be like, I'm one of you now. Yeah, just let you know I'm on the Where team. do you guys hang out? Yeah. <laughs> what sports teams do I root but for But we now? can't all get together because then it looks like we're in a gang. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you in a have a group that you hate. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's my new vibe. It's not clean shaven. It will be eventually. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell that you're still capable of growing hair, but it's mostly all cut off. It's mostly yeah. It's, it's I don't know. And having a great beard helps. Yeah, I've always known it was coming, so I've always been down for the shaved head beard. But Heisenberg. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a tough vibe. look. It's something yeah. that even if somebody wanted to make fun of you, they you kind of got to be careful. I think I'm going to get tattoos now. Is that I mean, bad? now you got a whole new part of your body you could put a tattoo on. I'm not going to. You could do a, I'm gonna a get, head tattoo. I'm going to get hair tattooed. Oh my gosh. Just the line. People do that, right? Do people do that? I think. What do they get tattooed on? I know on? girls that do uh, eyebrows. eyebrows. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. You could get just the eyebrow tattoo, but for the whole head. Yeah, and you're probably thinking, hey, we're like five minutes in. When are we going to get to the real part of the the pocket? This is kind of it. Yeah, why don't we tell people what we're planning <laughs> on doing today? Uh, today is 
joke day. It's, uh, yeah, half-cooked joke day. Half-baked. Aaron and I, for each of our jobs, are always having to write jokes, whether they're for on stage or for a video or for any number of projects. And I always want help (laughs) with jokes that I'm working on. And it's helpful to get feedback from other people. And I can try stuff on stage, but also it helps if I've already run it by some people and can can get stuff working a lot faster if you get feedback. So I was like, why don't this week we just like bring some jokes that we're working on, talk through them. I think people think the the create creation of jokes is interesting. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see if people like it. And if it's something that seems popular, we'll start doing it more and bring in some guests and do some regular joke writing sessions. Yeah. And I have, I think everybody in the creative sphere, especially in comedy, you have those notes on your phone <laughs> or some people have their notebooks um, and they're just full of ideas. Some are pretty baked out. We're like, hey, here's a good actual joke or here's like a whole topic and some, you know, tags on it. And sometimes they're just phrases that don't make sense. You look back and like, what was I thinking right here? Yep. So those are mostly what mine are. <laughs> well, I have some where I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll be like, I have an idea. And then I'll do like a voice to text thing into my phone. And the next morning I'll look at it and I'll just be like, I don't even know a single thing of what this could mean. Like no there's context. no clues or anything. No. But I do have so many ideas that, for whatever reason, have been in my notes app. Most of the reasons are because they're not that funny. <laughs> but it's stuff that you want to re-explore. And I have some stuff that I am working on on stage that I want to get your thoughts on. Yeah, that's exciting. And if people hear us talking about the jokes and they think of good ideas, they can message us. Yeah, give us some tags. Yeah. I like that. Tag it up. Mostly, uh, we just don't want to write anymore. So we're hoping you guys will we're gonna crowdsource fill our jokes. Gaps, do our jobs for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you ever see that, that TikTok I did about... I do the fake conspiracy thing now. It's I'm having a good time with it. Uh-huh. Uh, but Jason Mraz and Mason Jars, like the letters yes. yeah. switch around. So yeah, and I pretend like it's a big deal. Yeah. That was in the middle of the night. I woke up and I had a new note that said, Jason Mraz right under it, Mason Jars with a Z <laughs> and like 50 <laughs> exclamation points. And I woke up and I was like, what is this? I'm like, oh, 5.20 a.m. I rolled over and wrote that down. You didn't remember writing it? No. That's I just amazing. woke up and like the widest <laughs> alert in my head is like, oh. Mason Jars, Jason Mraz, same letters, write it down. It's like, I've seen a vision yeah. of... <laughs> Crazy. That's great. That's amazing that uh, your brain works while it's sleeping to come up with ideas that actually work. Yeah. My late night ideas never end up working. Well, how do you generally come up with ideas? Do you just kind of listen to people? A lot of it for me is just friends. I get a lot of funny friends and we talk about stuff and just kind of riff naturally. Yeah. And I'll just write it down and steal from them. Yeah, you have a conversation with another funny person and then you're kind of you're just having fun. You're like, "Wait, this is actually very funny. I think I this this there might be a version of this that would work in stand up." And then also, for me, it's a lot of remembering stories of stuff from growing up and stuff that happens. It's like, "Oh, I think that's unique enough and I think I can put it a good enough of a comedic take on it that it would work in a comedy story for stand up." Yeah. So, and then it's it's like we're we're saying Whenever you think of something, write it down because it's amazing how fast you forget, mm-hmm. especially if it's like at night and you're like, oh, well, I'll write that down in the morning. You wake up the next morning. You're like, well, I remember that I had an idea. I have no idea what it was. Um, so I have all these things written on my phone and then I try to find intentional times to sit down and be like, all right, let's write these out and see if they make sense for on stage. But yeah. Do you have a schedule like, since you've become a full time comic? No, it's really just finding times. It probably should be more scheduled, but it's 
depending on every week looks different for me travel wise and performing wise and I'm always more inspired to write stuff when I know I have shows coming up to try them because it's frustrating to be like, oh, I got this new thing. I'm excited to try. It's like, oh, I don't have a show where I can try something new until next week or whatever. Because right. if I'm getting hired to go do, you need to do your good a stuff. show that's paying me pretty well, I'm not going to be like, let me throw out a bunch of brand new ideas. I came up with this in my, during my sleep last night. Yeah. yeah. So, But tonight, actually, I'm at Laughing Skull doing eight-minute sets. So if we find some stuff... That we Ooh, that's like. Fun. I'll try it tonight, and then maybe I can record it, and we can play how it went on Whoa. next week's intro. That's some good content. We didn't even right talk there. about this. I can, I can turn that around t- today. Let's do that. So something we come up with today, I'll try at, tonight at the end. And even if it's mine, and if we talk about it together, you want me to do it on stage? I, I don't care. I'm not going to do any of these. Some of these are just funny ideas. Okay. If I think in, you should get. I think my goal for you is for us to come up with some stuff that makes you want to go get on stage. Yeah, I need to. So. I need to because we've talked about it. We'd like to do some live shows together, maybe. Yeah, I know. Like in the fall, I could do 15 minutes before you. You do your whole set. We do a Q&A after. We hang out. We can do a whole fake ad segment. Yep. We can see we have the podcast analytics so we know what cities people are actually listening in. Yeah. Mostly uh, mostly Atlanta. Mostly Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Some weird Australians <laughs> Thank that are you, chiming all of you that aren't. Actually, that's not true. We have people from all over, but definitely a lot of our uh, closest people that know us live in this area yeah for but, sure um okay well let's get into it then what do you uh what, you want to start with the ideas that we like or the ideas that we just think are so dumb that are worth mentioning i honestly don't have a lot of ideas i like pulled up okay well, let me tell you the joke <laughs> let me tell you i don't think i've ever told you the story but this is a story i tried it on stage twice last week and it worked well enough that i want to keep working on it because yeah. i think it has potential but this is a true i'll just tell you the story because it's true and nuts but uh, for those of you that don't know, I grew up and I'm in a, my dad is like a mega pastor and my grandfather's mega pastor. And one time when I was a teenager, a guy uh, called the church and said that he was going to kill our family. Huh. Um, yeah. He just wanted to let the church know. Was that it? Was that the, um, do you want me to let you talk or just kind of chime in? And feel free talking? to interrupt me. Okay. I'm just going to tell you what really happened. But he called and he said, I'm going to kill Andy Stanley and his family. I'm gonna Did he st- introduce himself? I'm going to stab them to death. <laughs> he said oh. he's going to stab us. And uh, and even for a murder, I think that's a weird move. Just be like, I'm going to kill this guy's whole family. I guess I better call the dad's work and let them know. Because I may be a murderer, but I'm not without honor. Um, and the reason he said he was going to kill our family is because he said, my dad said something in a sermon that made his wife leave him. Whoa. Um, but I have a feeling that there might have been some other stuff going on <laughs> before that. Uh-huh. Uh, but to be fair, my dad's sermon that week was about how if your husband's first instinct when facing conflict is to threaten to kill someone's whole family, it's probably time to take the kids and get out of there. <laughs> um, so my dad came home one day after work and was like, everybody huddle up. I have some terrible news. A guy is going to kill our family. He says he's going to. And I was like 15 and I was like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to like get guns or like landmines or something? Like what are our, what are our, our actions? And uh, we didn't do any of that. We, all we did is we got a picture of the guy and we kept it in the drawer in our kitchen in case he showed up. <laughs> We'd just be like, is this you? He'd be like, yep. And just start stabbing us, I guess. Um, and the part of the story that I left out is that when he called the church, he not only said that he was going to kill our family because my dad said something in his sermon, but also uh, the church refused to let him 
jump on the church trampoline. Like they weren't letting him jump on the trampoline. Uh, so I thought the best solution would be just to let him jump on the trampoline. But um, there is not a trampoline. Oh, it's a bigger problem. So he called and was like, they're hiding this trampoline from me <laughs> and not letting me jump on it. I'm going like, to kill Where the hell's family. my tithe going if you don't yeah. have a trampoline? Yeah. So to me, the, the, the meat of that story is I think it's funny that our family's only precaution was get a picture of the guy and keep it in the drawer. Yeah, that you have the same precaution, uh, precaution with like your extended family. You just have pictures yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not yeah. even a bad just, thing. So you recognize them if they show up. Yeah. You don't want to be rude. Yeah. Yeah, I just like the idea that in our kitchen drawer we had like scissors and tape and like mints and then the picture of the guy that's going to kill us. <laughs> our future killer. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that it's an interesting story and it's funny in some of the things. But How did that go on stage? It went really well on stage. The part about the drawer works well yeah the part about him calling the church to just let him know like the idea of a murderer calling the dad's work and being like oh just a heads up that's great uh did he did he actually say what the line in the sermon was no i don't know i should ask him but um (laughs) but uh they did go arrest the guy he also he had been threatening to kill a bunch of people apparently (laughs) uh including the the current the governor at the time nathan deal he was going to kill so as soon as he threatened to kill the governor, the uh, SWAT teams got involved and went and picked him up. Yeah, that checks out. Uh, but he's probably out by now. I mean, that was many years ago. So he's probably back on the loose. That's great. So maybe, maybe I shouldn't be telling this. Yeah, he's around. Stage. He's around for sure. My whole calendar is on my website. Ooh. If he still wants to stab me, I'm very stabbable. Well, I'm pretty sure he knows where your dad is every Sunday, too. Yeah, we are pretty publicly going to be in a lot of... Pl- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe this, we should just delete this whole story. But do you think that's a good enough story to be doing on stage? I think it's great. I think there's a ton there. Um, yeah, I loved your... Uh, there's more going on. Part of it, too, is that when I was like... I forget how old I was. I was like between 15 and 17, probably. And I, I kind of was really proud of it. You know, like my friends, at, I'd be at school like, Hey, how was y'all's weekend? <laughs> and they'd be like, Yeah, it was fun. We went to the football game. I'd be like, Yeah, well... Uh, nothing big in my house, just a guy's trying to kill me, you know, because that's how important our family is. That's that's that says something. That's cool. And then what else? You're important. Uh, they don't kill non-important people. Yeah. And then uh, my friends took that information, and then that week I was home alone one night, and next thing you know, I'm sitting in the kitchen, all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, the doorbell rings, and somebody starts knocking on the back door, and I literally grabbed the kitchen knife and, like, sat down behind like the the chairs in our kitchen and uh was about to call the police and then my friend texted me and was like you scared (laughs) so i was like i'm home alone the guy's finally here and all i have is this picture and a kitchen knife (laughs) and they came and scared me to death i feel like you didn't give me very much on that one i feel like you didn't like it i I, I like it there's a lot there i'm also the problem here is i'm also thinking about what i'm about to say (laughs) are you distracted (laughs) a little bit you know what i mean all right. Well, you know what? Maybe I won't do that one tonight, guys. That feels no, like I just rambled. All right. I'll try that one. But the drawer, the picture in the drawer is fantastic. I want to paint more around the picture in the drawer. I want to come up with some other items that'd be in the drawer that con- contrast with the picture of the murderer. I love the idea of you have those same pictures of your family, like in your wallet. Yeah. It's also it's and like you a headshot. You slide it in between like your nieces and nephews and then yeah. your 
future killer. You want to see a picture of my family? It's like, wait, who's that guy you just like, flipped oh, past? Oh, sorry, that's the oh, guy. That's the guy that's going to... I'm going to die at his hand later. going to stab me, he said. So I keep his picture pretty close. Keep your enemies closer. Smart. You know? Smart. Um, yeah, okay. Well, what do you got, Aaron? Um, no, this is not... Anybody ever threatened to kill you before? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Have you read on, my... On, my, on TikTok yeah, recently. My comments? Goodness <laughs> gracious. Um, there's one that I, I got to figure out how to tell and i honest i should not say this on the podcast it's probably incriminating legally okay all right but let's do it that's what I, I love this i got no secrets <laughs> um okay so are you the guy that threatened to kill us mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, i was doing the long bit even before we had the podcast it was gonna be really funny this reveal um okay my my dad we've probably mentioned it on here you know conservative dude lots of guns lots mm-hmm. of hunting I'm not a big gun guy, not a hunter either. Uh, when I went to college in Orlando, he gave me a handgun mm-hmm. to be safe. Do you know about this? No. Okay. <laughs> when you went to college in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. You know, just to have, just in case, you know, every, not every parent, a lot of parents think everything's so dangerous. My mom still is like, you walk around down there? You're good. Yeah. What? You know, you're not about to die every day. I love um, it. Like a lot of dads are like, you're off to college, do a handshake, and there's like, oh, it's a fifty dollar bill in the handshake. And for you, it was like, is that a gun? You just <laughs> exactly that <laughs> is what it is. Me. Yeah, he did like, hey, come around here, and like handed me a gun in the parking lot of my Orlando <laughs> apartment when I'm eighteen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, you know, li- lived there for about two years. Uh, the bachelor's degree was twenty one months at Full Sail, where I went to school, so it was pretty quick. I move back up to Atlanta. And I lose the gun. <laughs> I have no idea where that handgun is. It is somewhere in Orlando, I think. Got lost in the move. It is registered to my dad. Yeah. Every so, time I hear about a violent crime in Orlando, I'm like, maybe this is the one that takes my dad down. That's very funny. Isn't that insane? Because it's so unresolved. I also don't know is... I probably should have reported that. I should have told my dad. <laughs> you have, you've never told your nope. dad? Nope. Wow. And sister and mom are finding out right now because I know they listen. Because you lost a gun. But it's so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't want that gun. You know, you can't give a non-hunter, yeah. <laughs> liberal arts kid, you know, a gun and a slow metabolism and receding hairline to think it's all going to go well for you. Yeah. You know? I love that you you could say... All the things that you didn't lose in the move. <laughs> yeah. Like I managed to bring my extra toothbrush or like whatever, like some things to contrast it with. But uh, the, the thing I did actually misplace was my gun. <laughs> Where is that gun? I brought my, all my high school yearbooks somehow made it. <laughs> yeah. The gun's but, out there somewhere in Orlando, probably. It could be in a box. I don't know. But there is. I have no idea where that gun is. And it. he did not do the right legal thing of like, transferring the title right the pink it slip over been i don't know how name. that works if it had been under your name would you have taken more steps to try to report it probably yeah you know if there's a non-consensual gun transfer you should kind of go down for it yeah i don't know well that gun did get forced on you so that's what i'm saying the <laughs> i didn't want it so you can't expect me to hold on to it closely i didn't want it yeah so if anybody listening to this finds a gun um just text us the serial number. Yeah. A lot of people in Orlando had a lot better uses for it than I did. So I just thought they should have it. Is your dad ever like, hey, Aaron, how's your gun? He's mentioned it. And you're like, oh. Oh, I've straight up lied about it several been, times. Been going, like, yep. Sock drawer for sure. Gun's doing great. 
My gun is never been better. Haven't used it a lot. Haven't had a lot of use for it. Thankfully, that's the right thing to say. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's good to have it in case I need it. But I hope I never need it. Also, I don't have it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, I never need it. Mostly because I no longer have it. Yeah. And I hope the person that does have it is not a criminal. Yeah, there's been a couple like someone got shot outside of Disney World five years ago. Yeah, and I was like, how funny would it be if my dad went to jail for this? (laughs) <laughs> or just his realization of like, how could it be under my name? I've never had a gun in Orlando. Wait. And then he's like, Aaron, where's your gun? Yep. Then I block him. That's and that. <laughs> Go to jail. I think that would work on stage. I think you could put that into stand up. There's something there for sure. Losing a gun is very high stakes and funny. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be anywhere. Yep. And the open endedness of it is funny. And I think you got to come up with some things that did make the move. Right, right. To contrast it with, I think that's I'm not all, gonna take notes. That's all gold. I, could, I have this on audio. <laughs> we got this. It's gonna be on all the major podcasting platforms. All right, give um, me give me another one. Another one? Okay, let's see. Um I'm looking at my list. I think uh this is not a well thought out jo- Oh, here's one. Okay. So in college, uh, are you familiar with the website? Please do not go to this website if you're is, listening is to this. Is it still around? Are you familiar with meatspin.com? Aaron, why don't you go to it, see if it's up? Yeah. You have your uh, filter on. Do not do this at home. Uh, it's a website where if you go to it, it's a guy twirling his genitalia around in a circle into the song, I believe, by Florida Right Round. Oh, this plugin is not supported, unfortunately. But it's still there. It's probably, you probably don't need that plugin for your everyday life. Plug it. There's a lot of, okay. Otherwise, you could use that. Um, but in college, we thought it was hilarious to pull up that website on our friends' computers and then shut their laptop. So then, when they open their laptop, it would just be this video, mm-hmm. this, you know, spinning around in song. <laughs> and so we would do and it. The song is "You Spin <laughs> Me Right Round, Baby, Right Round." Yeah, and it's just a guy twirling himself, and it's a very problematic thing to do. But we would pull it up on each other's computers because then you'd go to class and open your laptop in class, and then everybody behind you is like, "What is that?" And people know the song too, and so people like, oh. hear the song yeah. and they go, "Oh, you just got meat spinned." That's mm-hmm. what we would say. But I always thought the idea—I don't even know how this would work on stage—but the idea of somebody that doesn't have very many friends, you would meat spin yourself. So you open your laptop <laughs> in class and be like, ah. Oh, Look what my friends did. You got me, Joey. It's like still good. They're not even closing it. They're just like, ah, it's probably one of the guys in my fantasy football league that I'm in. <laughs> just like, do you guys see what my friends did? You're just drawing so much attention. Just holding the laptop, showing everybody. They got me like, again. They got my friend. Oh, it's probably Billy. My I friend got Billy. spun again. Yeah, you guys wouldn't know him. He goes to a different school. <laughs> but he got me. It's just like, sir, could you please stop disrupting class? It's like, sorry, I got meat spent. <laughs> That's great. That could be a video. That could be a video. That would be very difficult to uh, have online. Yeah, there, there's this guy on TikTok. I've meant to send it to you because it's a lot of fraternity humor, but uh-huh. it's like the weird guy in the fraternity. Yeah, and yep. his acting is so funny. <laughs> he just comes up and tries to like offer guys rides and stuff. Yeah, and it's is very funny. But oh, it's very man. much that he'd come in with like, oh, someone got me. Like, a, oh, yeah. oh, those rascals. Yeah, it fitted that character perfectly. It's like, yeah, this is probably. I'm in a league with them, you know. <laughs> a league. I'm in a league. Uh, <laughs> but just the idea of a guy so trying to prove that he has friends to people that don't care in a very inappropriate way always made me laugh. Yeah, that's very funny. Um, let me. <laughs> This, I don't think I can do that on stage, right? You can There's do that. No, what's the perspective? I'm not saying that I'm the guy because I'm not that guy. I had friends. You'd have to make that a real person. 
I would have, yeah. The there problem is idea. it's not based on any truth except for an idea that it, I think that's why it would have to be a, a video or some sort of... Yeah, it'd be a character. Character, yeah. yeah. But, but you can make that character, there was this guy in my fraternity, and they're like, I think he's meat-spinning himself. You know, he's meat, and the verb meat, meat spinning. spinning is so funny. Yeah, to me. I got meat spinned <laughs> again. <laughs> you hear that Clyde is meat spinning himself to convince people he has friends? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, so many of mine. You know, I just think in puns and dumb dad jokes. Vine really kind of mm-hmm. set those parameters up for me. Yeah, it broke your brain. Tweets, all of it. So, so many of mine. Like this says. I just found out I've been paying for BET Plus on accident for the last year, which is true. Mm-hmm. I said, is that reparations? <laughs> yeah, that's like a tweet. <laughs> it's a tweet. Yeah. Not great. Um, then I'll, <laughs> oh, well, I'll get into the bad ones in a second. Um, there's impressions. Oh, is that not one of the bad ones? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, that one's actually a decent joke. Yeah. You know is. what I mean? It Some ma- are just it don't make sense. sense. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of a bad one. <laughs> There's, I still, I know impressions are kind of hack, you know, there's the they one. They are, but people like them. They're so, so fun to do. Just dumb setups. Not yeah. actual celebrity impressions, but it's kind of playing on what people think's about to happen. There are unhacky hack ways to do impressions. Yeah. Like it's in the traditional way. Yeah. I, I do the one we laugh about all the time about the conversion camp. I forget who did that. Oh, it's Sam Talent. Sam, okay. What did he say? What's his? Yeah, it's it has language in it, but. Sam, it's in his new special. Go watch Sam Talent's new special, um, Until Death Claims Us. Waiting for Death to Claim Us, I think is what it's called. Yeah. But it's him, and he goes, uh, all right, this is my impression of a counselor on the first uh, night of conversion therapy camp. And it's the guy, he turns around and goes, all right, everybody, thanks for coming out. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what I meant to say. I think he, yeah, then he, it's very funny. That's perfect. But yeah, that's an impression of a fake you set character you created. Yeah. So, and that's, you know, even doing an impression of a celebrity can be funny, but you got to have your good, uh, unique take on it, not just be like, look at the voice I can For do. sure. I've, the last couple months before COVID, like last time I was doing stand up, I did a few and I was just playing around with them and they worked really well. One was, um, this is my impression of Gavin DeGraw. Um, his girlfriend left him. He's and I, I talked like for a minute and a half yeah. about how sad Gavin DeGraw is, and people kept laughing because it kept going. Yeah. So I was like, "This is pretty much suicidal." Gavin DeGraw doesn't want to be around anymore. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I just the go, long setup makes it. Yeah. Better. And I go, "I don't want to be." Yeah. And that's it. Great. And it crushed. The it's jo- so stupid. The joke is way deeper than like, "Look, I can sing like Gavin DeGraw." That, that was not like, what I was trying to do. But yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I posted that clip on my story, and Gavin DeGraw sent a bunch of cry emojis. Cry laughing or crying no, sad? No, 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 funny. Okay, he good. loved it, which is good. So I have all these other ones that I was like, I could probably just, especially getting back into stand up and just getting back on stage. Yeah, these are short, fun. I can just it'll make help the audience me. like yeah, you. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this is uh, tell me if this is just so stupid and not worth ever using. Um, I did it on a TikTok a while ago and it did okay, but yeah, it's my impression of um. Someone saying that something happens rarely or how a weird guy might react if you ask if he's ever dipped his delicates in a Belgian-style wheat beer. Okay? Here we go. Once in a blue moon. (laughs) See, I think that's a fun format for jokes. Yeah. 
like because then you can do four or five of them in a row even and the audience by the third one they know what to expect but they don't know the answer right it's like you're telling riddles that have funny answers and like like it's almost like like anthony jeselnik does that a lot in his stand-up where you know he's gonna have a dark punchline but his whole setup you're trying to figure out what he's gonna say and you still can't guess it yeah and part of what makes you laugh is obviously it's funny but two it's like ah yeah like that does he that does yeah, got that it. is the answer to the equation he was setting up but like he got there in a funnier way than the stuff i was thinking and um i think if you do a few of those especially at like the top of a set that's a good way of for like sure making the audience so it's so it makes you so likable too because i like, oh, this guy doesn't take himself seriously yeah 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 true uh then the other one very dumb simpler is my impression of someone trying to make sure they understand or someone volunteering to pick up their heterosexual friend from the airport Mm -hmm. let me get this straight you know what i mean (laughs) it works yeah all right dumb like it dumb 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 very good that's what this is all about none of this is supposed to be not dumb you know that's true um all right what else did i have i have i thought i decided what i wanted to do next um Gosh, all of these are embarrassing. Oh, yeah. I always thought it was funny. This is a joke I do when I'm on flights, uh, where the flight attendant come by, comes by with the cart, and then you order uh, ginger ale or whatever. For some reason, people just order ginger ale on flights. Uh, but then they're like, all right, we have uh, almonds or Cheez-Its. And I'll go, tell me about the Cheez-Its. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a fancy restaurant. Right, right, And it never gets a laugh, mm-hmm. but I think it's so funny. What a- <laughs> tell me about the Cheez-Its. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. that's a very dad style. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it is. One, yeah, one time I choked on a mozzarella stick at Applebee's a lot. Like I really choked good. I think it was a real problem. Like, were you drawing attention? Oh yeah, and the um, waitress saved my life with Heimlich. Not no, you, you my got, parents. She did the Heimlich maneuver on yes. you. Yes. It was amazing. after a baseball game. I can see like pictures of it in my head because I was young. You know, like I can. How old are you? Eight or nine, probably. And everyone's looking, and my dad goes, don't get the shrimp. And it crushed. <laughs> wait, were you... Wait, and I remember were, him saying that. Where was it, did he, when did he say it? Did he say it while you were choking? It was like while right after was I was done and like... <gasps> okay. You know. It's really funny to me if he does it before he even knows you're safe. <laughs> if she, the, the, like, it's a perfect setup. The waitress is in the middle of saving his son. Yeah. And before he can't even wait. He's just like, oh, don't get the shrimp. It's a very funny joke. I, but I remember him doing that. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what comedy is. It's right. There's so much tension. And then he broke the tension with something that's funny, not like groundbreaking funny, but it gets a huge laugh because of how much tension it broke. Right. And I hope to break the tension for him when he goes to jail for double homicide in Orlando. Yeah, this all making more sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you conveniently, get him back. you lost that gun in a bad neighborhood intentionally. Yeah, I went down the Orange Blossom Trail. That's like the, the, the tough road in Orlando. Is it right really around. called Orange Blossom Trail? OBT, yeah. Is the the dangerous area? Yeah. Wow. At least it wasn't always there. But I just put it right on the ground. Like, do, what a, do some stuff with this. Man, whoever's in it, charge you of won't the... Be in, you won't go down for it. Walter will. <laughs> I promise this gun's got an alibi attached to it. <laughs> Wait, that's such a fun it's a good move by the marketing people for that road it's like all right we're gonna rebrand we're gonna call it orange blossom trail maybe uh-huh. there'll be less shootings yep it's like nope just more people that think this is a safe area um i had uh written down that 
in today's world, uh, getting traded to the Indians is a lot less scary than it was in the 1700s. <laughs> I guess the Cleveland Indians changed their name, but yeah, yeah. The uh, what did I write? I had something written. I mean, the, the Chiefs are still around. That's true. Getting traded to the Chiefs. Yeah, I thought I had the rest of that. Oh yeah. Listen, Elizabeth, there's no easy way to say this, but you've been traded to the Indians. They're giving us a bunch of crops that should really bolster our farm system. <laughs> Baseball joke. Baseball. Racist. Puns. It's got, got everything. It all. <laughs> everything that makes a classic Andrew Stanley bit. Yeah, that's uh, the history of baseball right there. Mm-hmm. All right, what are some of your nu- your off-the-wall ones? Yeah, some of these are just, woof. Um, I got my yarmulke at Lids. <laughs> okay, I don't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Myers-Briggs is H-U-N-K. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. Too big to jockey. <laughs> that's just in your notes? That's just all it says. I don't, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking, but at some point in the last few years, I was like... This is gold. Yeah, I mean that could be a great like Instagram. Uh, what the thing that's under, what's it called? Your little quote on Instagram bio. Bio. Yeah, it could be like too fa- big to jockey. Like fast, and f- like too fast, too furious, but too big, yeah. too jockey. Well, I think of like the too big to fail. Oh yeah, it's almost like a too big to jockey. Too big to jockey. Yeah. I don't know. Um, eating alone, gotta pee, <laughs> and I know what that's about. Is that about like, are you, okay, let me try to guess. What yes, it's yes, about. yes. Okay, so I eat alone when I'm on the road a lot. Right. I go to a restaurant. And I'm always worried that when I go to the bathroom, when I'm eating alone, they're going to clear the whole table. Yes, and- <laughs> that's what it is. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and I'll be like, no, I was just alone and had to go to the bathroom. I still was not finished with my chicken. That is exactly what it was about. Because I remember I was in somewhere in Florida um, on a job. So I didn't really know people when I went there and ate alone. Um, and I to- it was a nicer restaurant, and I told the wa- I called the waitress over. Yeah, and I go, hey, I'm I gotta pee. Can I go to the bathroom? That's all I said. And like for some <laughs> reason, I wasn't ready. And she goes, okay, okay. And then I was like, I just like for don't take my food. And she's like, all right, I wasn't. I was like, okay. <laughs> and also, it feels weird to just leave your food unguarded too. Yeah, like not that it's somebody's gonna take it away, but like somebody, not that people are just going around touching food, but like they could. You don't. You can't. Put your napkin over it. It'll be free. Then you look like you're hiding something. Exactly. And then you don't want to leave like your phone on the table to signify you're still there. If you have a jacket, that's best case scenario. You leave a jacket, and they usually true. You know, but put your jacket over your pasta. Yeah, you drape it over your plate. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny that you got that from eating alone. Got to be anybody that it's eating alone regularly. You know, we've all had that moment. Yeah, it's yeah. I always tell. I usually. What I do is I go somewhere like Outback, and then I sit at the bar because that's the least uh, lonely looking place you can eat alone. That's true. And that I'm just like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. Look, like, look, dude, I'm only about care. halfway deep in this blooming onion. Yeah, you can't abbreviate if, onion. If you think <laughs> I'm about to not finish this blooming onion, you got another thing coming. Uh, dude, I was raised in the Outback. Yeah. All right. Although I bet that if you went to the bathroom. And they took your food, and then you came back, and you're like, you took my food. I bet they bring you a free whole new plate. That's true. That would require some assertiveness. 
Then it happens four more times. Like, you're doing a scam. <laughs> yeah, like you actually leave the building. Yeah. <laughs> like you just I learned. just ran to my car for something for 30 minutes. It's a new thing that you've learned to do. <laughs> it's like for the first time it happens innocently and you're like, wow, I got a whole free meal out of this. And then you start just like doing everything you can to make it look like you've left for good. <laughs> like you go ahead and leave cash on the table and you're just like, no, that's just my money. Like I just. <laughs> yeah. You hire a lookalike to get in the car and you're hiding behind a pillar. Yeah. You say bye. It's like, no, I just go in the bathroom. I always say bye when I leave the room. <laughs> I'm letting you know that I'm bye. It's <laughs> bye awareness month. Said, Thanks. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going to say it again. That's funny. That was good. That was good uh, workshopping there, you know? All right. Well, there's a lot there. I got a lot more. And a more relatable than you thought. That's true. Yeah. Another restaurant-related one that yeah. I had. This actually happened, I think we were together during this. And it's the moment when you're at lunch or something. <laughs> you guys know meals? And... uh you're telling a story to the table and then the waiter comes in is like refilling your water, but they like just catch a little bit of the story. And if it's out of context, you sound nuts. Yeah. Like I remember I was telling a story about how when I was in a fraternity, the guy, a guy, I was a pledge and the guy came back when I was cleaning the house and he goes, Hey Stanley, what's the youngest girl you've ever kissed? And I was like, Oh, 15. <laughs> and he goes, that's disgusting. But and I was like, well, I was also 15 at the <laughs> yeah, time. That's but okay. she, she walked up right as I was like, the youngest girl I've ever kissed is 15. And I remember she just like kind of looked at me and I was like, hey, do you want to refill? Like, do you pause the story when they're refilling the water? Because it makes it look more conspicuous if you're like, oh, shut up. She's coming. She yeah, can't yeah. hear this. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want to just keep, it's like, this is not a shameful story. So I'm going to keep telling. Like, no, man, it was kids, kids on kids. It's no, fine. I was 15. So she's like, I don't care. But also, it's like, I feel like I still have to tell you. Yeah. But I just don't want you calling the cops. Yeah. You know? Right. Hanson, Chris Hanson walks out. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. Um, uh, that exact thing happened a month ago when I got COVID. Um, I got dinner with our friend John Christ, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how everyone thinks they know the answer to everything. Like religions, you know, they're like, we're right, everyone else is wrong. It's just interesting to think about. Right. And so he was like, this, this people are right. And he goes, um, ISIS is right. I swear he said that. And the waiter came up and like gave us more chips in my restaurant and walked away. And I was cry laughing because he was like, Oh my God. He was like, ISIS was right. Yeah. It was so funny. He just listed a bunch of other things, but that's the one. That is the one. Yeah. And it's like, what do you owe your server in that moment in terms of an explanation? Do you just say, who cares? I'm sure they hear glimpses of things all the time. No big deal. Or do you go out of your way to be like, Hey man, that's not. Yeah. But you did. Yeah. We didn't say anything, but he just thought we were some radical extremist. He's pounding the <laughs> Chilling table. Over ISIS queso. was right. ISIS was right. It's like, was that John Christ? <laughs> He's got radicalized. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, John, we're going to have you on the podcast to hear about how Defend ISIS your beliefs. was right. Defend yeah. your and ISIS's shared beliefs. Uh, you got um, some? I got, I got more. I've got a bunch me. of stuff we can talk about. How much time do we, are we we're in? We're at like 40 minutes. This is going better than I thought. Um... What else? I have a few longer ones that are like stories that I want to do. Um, the first date I ever went on, I remember I used to, I've tried this on stage a few times, but it never worked well enough. So maybe this is a bad one. But I remember the first date I ever went on, I was like 13 and my dad was going to drive us to the fall festival. And it was this um, girl that, I'm pretty sure she only agreed to go on a date with me because their family went to our church and I think her parents made her go. Hmm. Uh, But my dad was very concerned 
that I wasn't really going to know how to be on a date, which is a valid concern. And so he said, Andrew, all right, you need to, we're on our way to pick her up because you need to think of some questions to ask her in case there's like a awkward moment so you can fill the silence. Of course. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good advice. Actually, when I talked to girls, there seemed to be a lot of those moments. This is literally the, the plot of Love on the Spectrum on Netflix. <laughs> oh, good. I haven't seen it. Well, well yeah. this is, well, I was, it's love when I was 13, homeschool preacher's <laughs> kid. Um, and so I remember she got in the car and immediate awkward, nothing to talk about. And so I go, I go, all right, I'll ask my first question. I said, uh, so do you watch Lost? That was the big show at the time. Yeah. And she said, oh, no. And I said, all my other questions were about <laughs> Lost. <laughs> I was like really banking on her saying yes to this first question. Yeah. And all my other stuff was going to be about the plot like, of Lost. Everything was about the smoke monster. Yeah. Where do I go? And I was like, so. And then I just started describing the first season of Lost oh, to her so that I could man. then do the... Um, so yeah, that didn't end up working didn't out. Didn't work out. Yeah. But the idea of me being in the back of the car, like thinking like for the whole ride there, thinking of questions, and it turns out they were all disqualified by her answer to my that's first great. question, I think is funny. I mean, that's a perfect TikTok. Oh, yeah. You have that conversation in the back of a car. You know, yeah. you have that. And she's like, oh, no. And you go back to you, and then you do a voiceover in your head. All my other questions you know? were lost related. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. The that's true. like me that on my first date story. when I was 12. Yeah, it's fantastic. How's cheerleading going then? <laughs> <laughs> cheerleading um this is a perfect vine idea i have written vine's dead it's dead yeah but, but it would be perfect you're on the street and i'd be like oh i ran into my um sex ed teacher for my christian school then you pan and it's the crosswalk button and it's just wait wait <laughs> wait <laughs> that's a good one-off joke that's very good would that not work on tiktok it would it's just so quick you know it, yeah it'd be six yeah or seven it's almost seconds. too that's fine wait Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, all right. A couple of these other terrible ones. Yeah. PBR equals piggyback ride. It's like, yep. hey, you know, PBR? Then you just turn around. Like, what? You know? <laughs> um, Airbud golden receiver equals CTE. <laughs> just the CTE <laughs> epidemic applied to Airbud is very sad to me. Uh huh. And piggybacking off that, I was having a, I was in a weird spot apparently. Piggybacking off that. Yeah. All the animals. In Homeward Bound are dead now. You've told me that before. It's uh, very sad. It's, I don't know why I write that down. Yeah. Also, uh, all the airbuds. I'm just ripping a few yeah. more here. Um, eating ramen is like motorboating an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these, that's a good tweet, man. It is a good tweet. That's a late night tweet. Yep. When your hibachi chef is a white guy, sad emoji. <laughs> sad emoji? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Walk, definitely is. Walking into Best Buy and yelling, Hey, Alexa, play Bring Me to Life. Because there's so many devices that would turn on. <laughs> yep. That's funny. Um, why wasn't Taken 2 called Carpe Liam? Very good. Um, naked, I look like something that lived under Sid from Toy Story's bed. Mm -hmm. Dr. Heimlich pitching his idea. Just imagine that. Be like, go with me here. Turn around. <laughs> it's for science. It's Trust me. <laughs> All right, who wants to volunteer? I'm just going to hump some air into you. Yeah. We're all good. We're all professionals here. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Hamlin gets a little too excited when he sees people choking. Yeah, then the last one is uh, every every couple should have joint Facebook accounts. If he has a separate account, he has a separate family. Yeah. That's that. I remember in college, I did, for our fraternity, I did senior superlatives for everyone. That was kind of my first time doing stand-up, is we had senior speeches, and then I, for mine, I wrote a superlative for everyone. 
but one of mine for one of my friends was most likely to share a Facebook account with his wife one day. That's good. <laughs> Which is such a people love that, right? Yeah, um, but they don't. They just had a baby. They still have separate accounts. So, ooh, not a good sign. Um, I wrote this one's from personal experience. Um, the convenience of a rolling backpack on the first day of ninth grade is not worth the resulting psychological trauma from the nicknames that last forever. <laughs> That's very. <laughs> my funny. friends, I was homeschooled until. Um, it sounded like I addressed our listeners as my friends. Uh, <laughs> my friends, I had been homeschooled um, until high school, and my friends that went to real school were very worried about me entering real school because I had a rolling backpack and they said, Andrew, you cannot bring your rolling backpack to public school. And I would have stuffed in it. I would have brought a rolling backpack to Milton high school as a freshman and it would have changed my life. (laughs) And then my, then I showed up with one of those backpacks that has one diagonal strap and they're like, Andrew, still no. No. Get a regular backpack. Blend in. They're $25. Yeah. Go to TJ Maxx or whatever. Gosh, thank you. Were, thank goodness you're a stand-up comic. You were so close to being a school shooter. Yeah. If I, I, let's, let's, let's be honest. Most rolling backpacks in public high schools have guns in them. <laughs> <laughs> or throwing stars or something weird. That's true. Yeah. One of this is very bad, but I, had, uh, I have some boots that I wear, and they look a little combat-y and have like a, a couple zippers on them. Uh-huh. And I forgot what friend said it. He's like, geez, you get that at a Columbine estate sale? Which is just a terrible thought. But it made me laugh very hard. Yeah. It's funny. People Dark. are mad. People are mad. Sorry, everyone. Make a wish. Columbine, bad. Um, here's, here's one that I must have thought of in the middle of the night. If only half of the population had to use the bathroom and the rest, everything just, they just never had to go to the bathroom. Imagine how much we would discriminate against the half that had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Just making up discrimination. <laughs> Just like thinking about how much we discriminate for small things. Yeah. Imagine if only half of the population like had to like go pee and poop. How unclean that would seem to people that didn't do that. Yeah, ew. We would discriminate them way more than like race. We, they probably would have been killed a long time ago. <laughs> I'm just imagining you getting up at like a Black Lives Matter rally and be like, guys, it could be so much worse. Imagine. <laughs> Let's be thankful for where we're at. Imagine if only white people had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, yeah, that's one that I don't remember yeah. writing. But You're like, found I, today. I have a different dream, okay? <laughs> Here's what it is. Here's one. Um, professional cornhole on television is segregated, segregated by gender. For what reason? <laughs> 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 There's no advantage to being male or female no. in cornhole. Just throw the little thing. But the leagues feet. are separated still. That is so. What funny. does that say? I don't know. Because are men better at cornhole inherently? I don't know. This suggests that, but why? That's some traditional misogyny baked in there. I think right. It's like we're gonna have let the ladies do their little bracket, and then we're gonna have the real one. Yeah, but it's just like it has not strength based. It's, it's not so stupid. Any, anything that it's not Height, like yeah. It's like other sports, yeah. Like there's just different body types and stuff. But like, <laughs> it's it was. I remember having that thought, just like because they, were, they put it on ESPN sometimes, <laughs> and it's like collegiate cornhole, which yeah. is already funny. Women's that that cornhole, but it's like all right. And next, we're gonna have the female tournament. I'm just like, why are they separating everybody? <laughs> That's very good. So okay, that worked. So maybe that would be one I do. Yeah, that, <laughs> the I mean, delivery on that too. For what for, reason? For what reason? Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a bunch of these setups that I think are funny, like 
ACAB, you know? Do you know ACAB? No. All Cops Are Bastards. Oh, okay. That is like a, you know, kind of more on the uh, milit- militant side of like Black Lives Matter, you know? Yeah. But just someone... I'd, I'd say. Someone <laughs> thinking that and then like seeing a police dog, uh, like a bomb dog, and just being like, <laughs> hey, like, ah. like through gritted teeth is very funny visual funny. to me. <laughs> I think um, I, I have all of my celeb- meeting celebrity stories and the awful dumb things I've said to them that yeah. I have to make that a bit. You have a remarkable amount of those stories. And I get that you don't want to be like, all right, here's my bunch of my stories about meeting famous people because that can be overdone. But some of yours are so funny, you have to find a way. I think I could like rattle them off. It doesn't have to obviously tell the whole story for each, but yeah, I don't know. I just have them listed. I'm like, there's, I've said insane things to famous people. <laughs> I told Daughtry home was the first dance at my wedding. And you've never been. I've married. never been married. I don't even like the song, really. Why would <laughs> I it, ever say and, that? And it never song? would be. No. And he was I'm touched coming. by that. Oh, he's like, oh my gosh, could you please send me a video of that? I would love to share and it. And I'm not my... wearing a ring, so he's like, oh, I guess it didn't work. It didn't work, <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out you didn't go home enough. No, that's, an, yeah. that's insane. Um, some exams are pass-fail. A rectal exam is fail-fail. If they find something troubling, then that's bad. If they don't find anything troubling and everything is fine, then a guy just did that to you for no reason. I blacked out. Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a good joke. No, Uh, sorry. It's about how you gave me you gave me the delivery and look like a time to laugh, and I was like, I didn't. I think I may have said this after I had uh, I had my first prostate exam. Oh yes, and it's a lose lose. I have told this story on your behalf several times, and that was crushes. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't try it on stage. Yeah. If it works, if, if they that's find almost something worse, if that's they how find something bad, time. if they don't find something, why do we just do that? <laughs> why did I have to feel that? Yeah, yeah. I'm always like, yeah, and he was all good. And he's like, but that's almost worse. <laughs> You're almost like there better be like something. It's like good thing we. You want to? You kind of want to be like good thing we got it. Yeah, I know exactly. You don't want unnecessary spelunking. No, you know you don't want to dig a hole. It tr- <laughs> this is. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> Self-censored. As soon as I said dig, I was like, you know what? That's too... Let's not do that. Um, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. I miss the times when my friends... Uh, I miss when I was like a budget analyst because my friends didn't know exactly how good or not I was at my job. Yeah. Because my friends can just buy a ticket to go see me <laughs> do my job and know if I'm good at it or not. That's true. It's kind of terrifying. That is terrifying. Yeah. I want to buy a ticket to their jobs. <laughs> I think what did I write? I wrote something. Uh said about their cubicle. It's like they couldn't buy tickets for like a Thursday night observance of me in my cubicle trying to remember how to do a pivot table in Excel. Like, oh you should come in the morning. I was trying new stuff. They they have to watch like a bunch of other budget analysts for eight minutes before it's my turn. And there's like, oh the black guy was really good. <laughs> like a comedy line. Yeah, I know, that's great. I like that. Very dumb. Yep. Uh intermittent fasting. Kenny past eight o'clock. God wouldn't have put a light bulb in the fridge if we we're supposed to eat past eight o'clock. That's <laughs> why that's like God. I don't know why. Invoking creationism for <laughs> that joke. Yeah, that's good. Um, it just yeah. it feels good. This is feels good to get these out. You yeah, know? It makes then, it easier to say it the second time. This this might be encouraging me to get out there again. Gosh, what are these jokes? Am I going to do tonight? I am going to try the. Um, the story about the guy saying he's going to kill our family. I'm going to try that try on stage that, yeah. I don't know if any of the other ones are thought out enough. 
What is I? Because you know I have my gender reveal stuff. Yeah. And some of it is good. And yeah. I try to kind of build around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had the idea of like inviting a single friend to your gender reveal party feels sarcastic because they're like five steps ahead of you. Uh-huh. It's like I've already went to your engagement party, then I went to your wedding, you know, then like it just feels like you're rubbing it in. Yeah, it's just like, point. all right, we get it. You've had a lot more life progression. Yeah, there's this. there's something there. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, all right, do I really have to keep going to all your... Like, like what what are the what are the next ones? Like your kids graduate their kids' graduations. Yeah, yeah. And like uh their games, all that stuff. Eventually, like, you know what? I'm I'm you know what I'm not going to anything else until your funeral. Or like getting so mad as be like, I can't wait for your funeral. Yeah, this is all just divorce foreshadowing. Yeah. Pretty much. I oh, don't yeah. know. But that's what's exciting, because you're like, there is something there. Like you just it's floating around somewhere and you got to put words around it. And yeah, that's what a lot angles. of these are. It's like, it's the ideas are not that hard, but it's the finding the ways that make them unique and digestible for an audience. Yeah. That takes a lot of practice and trial and error. That's true. What are, what have I said that you liked? <laughs> I mean, what it's probably dad gun. Like that has to be that, that, that is that one. You have to find the way to do on stage. The idea of losing a gun is so funny. And, and I have a, I have a bunch of dad stuff too, so like name. it could work in pretty easily. Yeah, and it it says a lot about you and about your dad, and not bad either way. Just how you're different, right? But like I don't want to have a gun so much that I accidentally lost it. It was that it was so unimportant to me. I lost it, and my dad gave it to me in a parking lot because he wanted me to have it so much. Mm-hmm. Like that's funny. Yeah, that that's the one to me that. On stage, there's definitely a version of it that would work very well. Right. All right. But, all right. So all right. Well, we'll, gonna, we'll hear gonna... y'all's thoughts. Send, write us a re- write us a review on iTunes, and in your review of us, which you must give us five stars, please. Uh, you can give us your joke <laughs> critiques. You must ideas. give us five stars, please. Yeah, we won't read them. We won't read your reviews if they're not five stars. Um, and can we? Can, I want to make an agreement here, at least for me. You don't have to say it back. Okay. Um, if I die. Yeah, I I will give you my passwords. Delete my joke folders, okay? <laughs> May they never see the light of day. Uh huh. Okay. And your uh, password, of course, is Penis Castle. It is still. Does no one know that? That's a weird thing to just drop. Oh, uh, that's a story from a previous episode, guys. Mike Soroka episode. If you want to hear oh, the right, Penis right. Castle story, Penis Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll delete your jokes. Mine, uh, I would like to just don't just throw my laptop away. Don't even. That's smart. Find anything. You got a lot of you got a lot of notebooks though too. Yeah, my notebooks. Well, this this list I have of the things I want to talk about today. The first bullet point just says kill family, <laughs> which if it's read as a to do list is a big problem. Yeah, that's like when you were um, having to write down the censored words. Yeah, for Blair's episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, you were just, just listing list. curse words, and I was in it. a church, and it looked like I was reviewing my set list, but it's just like. All the bad words and the timestamps, which looked like the length of the joke I was going to tell. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have some more on here, but we can save them. I think it'd be fun to do something like this like once every few months. Yeah. And get some other comedians in, hear I some like of that. their jokes. Yeah. Work on them. Yeah, and, let, us, uh, let us know if you listen this far. Do we like this? Yeah. Does, you know? this, does this suck? Does it's, it suck? We're still experimenting with what we want to be doing, what yeah. people want to hear. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they want to hear our half fleshed out jokes. Yeah. So 
Cool. Well, uh, Aaron, what's your email sign-off? <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Um, it was in his in his strong and graceful grip. It's not. I say thanks, exclamation point, usually. Yeah. I go with best still. I feel like now that we do this, at the end, for those of you who don't know, at the end of every episode, we ask our guests what their email sign-off is, and it's usually best, thanks, in his loving grip. Yep. Uh, I feel like I need to come up with a unique one now that we've made such a thing of it. Just do no worries if not. Say that every time. Every time? No matter what you say. It's just like, uh, please. Like, like, thanks so much for having me. No worries. <laughs> no worries if not. Yeah. Um, please send me the check that I'm owed. No worries if not. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it if you want. That's fine. You yeah. need it more than me. Yeah. All right. If you find the gun, let us know. Bye. Bye. No worries if not.